Welcome to the New England Casino and Gambling Podcast, a production of NETimeGambling.com, your one resource for New England casinos and recreational gambling. It's said that March comes in like a lion and out like a lamb. Well, episode 63 is going to help you with all the madness in between. March Madness. It's time for some tips for your bracketology. Here we go. Well, according to Robert Deutsch of USA Today Sports, the one inalienable truth about March Madness is that your bracket and my bracket and the overwhelming majority of brackets from coast to coast will very likely implode by the end of the tournament's first weekend. So I went looking for some tips, some strategies for the successful March Madness bracket. And while many are based on statistics, we all know that surprises are inevitable. So our disclaimer for these suggestions is to follow them at your own risk but they come from pretty successful people. So let's start with Mike Benzie from the NCAA.com. He says, considering data from 1985 since the tournament field was expanded to 64 teams and the 32 first rounds, we've learned that the world is not picking the 12th seed enough. Number 12 seeds win almost 36% of their games, but we pick them a little less than 23% of the time. Hmm, interesting. The 8-9 game is a virtual lock. We've picked the 8 seed at a slightly higher clip, but it's really close. And you can go with the higher seeds in the first round, but you probably want a total of six upsets among teams seeded 10 through 15. History shows us that many of those lower seeds actually win in the first round. That's where the skill comes in. Picking those six and trying not to knock out a potential Final Four team. Now, Dr. Tim Chartier, a mathematics professor at Davidson College, has come closer recently than most in identifying the dynamics involved in March Madness. His secret? Well, he kind of doesn't really have a secret. He uses all different types of strategy. Shardia talked about choosing brackets through methods ranging from analyzing wins and losses to calculating shooting percentages to picking out winners because you like the college's name, like when his seven-year-old daughter did when she selected the University of Dayton to win a big game a few years ago. His belief is to not base your basketball brackets on emotion. Shadier has been heard saying, and, and people will say, but you're wrong. Well, I say, of course I'm wrong, but I know I'm going to be a whole lot more right than you. By the way, do you know that if you were to pick randomly, the probability of picking a perfect March Madness bracket is 1 in 2 to the 63rd power, or about 1 in 9.2 quintillion you'd have a better chance of winning Powerball twice in a row or getting hit with a piece of space junk falling out of the sky. Well, now back to Professor Chartier. His basic method is simple, weighing the teams based on variables other than their regular season records. 
One of the worst brackets you can make, he says, is just solely based off winning percentage. Instead, a statistical method might weight the teams ranked based on when the games were played, the challenge of opponents, and the number of points each game was won or lost by. Here are tips from Luke Morris. Luke Morris is staff writer for the Sports Day in Dallas, Texas, and his tips are for winning the pool that you might be a part of. Not necessarily the best bracket or the most perfect bracket, but being able to win your NCAA tournament pool. One, know your pool's scoring system. This first step could dictate plenty of decisions throughout your bracket. By knowing whether a pool's scoring system weights upset victories or whether correct pick values multiply with each successive round, you can determine how aggressively you want to play. 2. Easy as 1-2-3 usually. Only one champion in the past 15 years has been seated lower than number 3, and that was UConn in 214 at number 7. 3. Look back at non-conference play. Teams with lesser regarded conferences are harder to evaluate. Look back at their non-conference games. Teams who keep contests close or hold opponents to low scores can have Cinderella makings. 4. Advance all four seeds at your own risk. <laughs> the second round slip, number 5, boot one of the number 1 seeds and number 2 seeds out of the round of 32. At least one of each has dropped out in that round since 1996. And finally, conferences to avoid. Here's a warning for those tempted to pick a Big Ten or Pac-12 school as a champ. Those two major conferences have not produced a national champion over the last 16 years. Hey, have you been taking notes? There's a lot of good stuff here, you know. Well, you can always listen to this again and also share it with your friends. So if you didn't take notes, listen to this again and share them with your friends. Finally, here are four quick tips to help your bracket. Tip number one, it's important to pick 50 games correctly. Tip number two, it's all about the national championship game. Tip number three, work the Elite Eight and the Final Four. If you end up with seven out of eight in the Elite Eight and you have all four Final Four teams, you're really looking good to win that bracketology. And finally, tip number four, don't stress the early rounds. Concentrate on your final four, your elite eight, and hope to do really well on your sweet 16 and maybe get some upsets in the early rounds. Well, I hope this has helped in putting together your perfect bracket. Well, I hope to see you again next Wednesday when we hope to have another guest for you and enjoy watching all those tournament games this coming week and weekend. Oh yeah, one final note. You're not a traitor if you pick against your alma mater. Remember, embrace the math, not the myth, and don't let those feelings get in the way of your bracket. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and post about it on social media. You can follow me on Twitter 
at Anytime Gambling, on Facebook at both anytimegambling.com, and by following me, Robin Aubin. And don't forget our website called, well, what do you think? Anytimegambling.com. Remember, the NE stands for New England. And as we say at NETG, embrace the math, not the myth. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.